I got you now. Cool. <laughs> awesome. So we already had a few people on. That's cool. How's it going, everybody? Hope you guys are having a good night or a good day, afternoon, wherever you are, depending on your time zone. <laughs> What's that? All the many time zones. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys want, drop a note where you guys are at. Um, that'd be kind of cool to see where everybody's tuning in from. Uh, so I am currently in Northern California. Uh, I work for another five and a half hours. Well, good luck with that, Danny. Um, I just, I actually just got off like not even an hour ago, but uh, I'm in Northern California right now. Um, doing a little bit of work in dispatch and then Cassie, are you in Nevada now? Yes, I am living in okay. central Nevada uh, here with my boyfriend. Okay. Cool. And you just moved there too, right? Yeah, a week and a half ago. Oh, so super recent. Yeah, that's awesome. How do you like it? It is nice and warm compared to Idaho. As you can tell, I'm wearing a tank top. Yeah. I, I will <laughs> outside and I'll like sit in my swimsuit working outside like getting all the sun because like fire season I'm in my greens and yellow all the time it's like I got the wash tan line and that's about it so I'm yep. like, all this <laughs> as long as I can yeah I hear you there cool well um for everybody watching so this is Cassie uh she is a wildland firefighter slash dispatcher slash first form fitness coach right yes Every hat. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then uh, your boyfriend also works in fire as well, correct? Yes, he is an engine captain here in Nevada. Okay, awesome. Well, we, uh, Cassie and I were just kind of going over a little bit about her background in fire and whatnot and her story. So I figured we can kind of recap that. She can tell us a little bit about her experience in fire and then um, shift over to first form and how she got involved with that and how how she juggles all of her many hats and especially being with uh a uh another firefighter that's that's definitely not an easy thing yeah. i can i can say that <laughs> yeah but totally worth it oh, i love andy priscilla too danny is awesome um so to start off just like so i grew up in idaho there's fires everywhere in idaho and, like, I grew up, and I was like, what's wildfires? Like, I saw them as kids, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But it was, like, never hit me that, like, people are actually there. Like, people are trying to control this natural disaster. And so yeah. my, senior, my senior year of high school, I had a friend in dispatch, and then I also was friends with the local field office manager, and he's like, you should really apply for fire. Like, you'd be so good. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll apply. So I got the job, and I'm I'm really young, so I had to volunteer for my rookie school because I started working in fire at 17. Um, oh, you were so So I did my week of rookie school, had half a week off, and then started on my 18th birthday to get caught cool. up. So, <laughs> I guess that's interesting because there was two of us that year that were hired like that, hired that way, and we both had the same birthday. So, 
Oh, cool. That was, that was fun. Um, so yeah. I've been in three years now. I did two seasons on an engine, and then the second year I spent five months in dispatch at the end of the season. And then this last year, I spent a third of my season on the engine, third of it in dispatch, and a third of it doing some hell attack stuff. So kind of been everywhere and kind of just trying to figure out where I want to go next because I loved all, every aspect of it. But mm. I definitely being boots on the ground for sure. Um, yeah. But for those of you who haven't had those experiences, I definitely would suggest at least dispatch because it definitely makes you a better firefighter. And if you're trying to go up into those higher IC roles, being able to understand like what dispatch wants will help you paint the picture better. And it is crazy how much you can learn um, with that. So yeah, coming into fire, I always played sports growing up. And obviously as a kid, you just eat whatever, you don't really care. And I never really struggled with weight or anything because in high school, I was so busy. It was like six hours of workouts a day. So I was eating whatever I wanted and still not worrying oh, about awesome. it. Like, <laughs> it affected me at all. Like, yeah. Um, come to fire, become an adult, things start slowing down, not as active. I put on things like 20 to 25 pounds my first fire season. And that was my first fire assignment was a severity assignment in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Was there for 21 days and like I was living my best life because in Arizona, <laughs> you go fight the fire, there's not a lot of mop up. You go back to your hotel and you go back out there for like the next week and then they finally contain and control it. So like I'm like getting 16s and age, sleeping in a hotel room, eating the best fried <laughs> possible and like obviously there's uber there uber eats there so it's just like oh i'm hungry i'm gonna just keep uber eating food <laughs> which <laughs> was not good it all added up and i i had to size up a pair of greens after that assignment that's how bad that was um and it still didn't click for me i was just like oh i'm getting older like obviously things are gonna change and so that winter, I, like, started coping with eating and eventually started coping with sleeping, sleeping up to 14 hours a day because um, as many of you that are have been in fire, you go from a high and you drop quickly to very low and you feel like you have no purpose on the earth after fire season if you have nothing to do. And this was me. I had school, but school was easy to me, so that was no big concern. I didn't go work out didn't have a job or anything like that and I just struggled and I was I was not a good version of myself and I wish to never go back to that and I don't even wish that on my worst enemy that was a rough time um yeah Sucks. So yeah I had a friend uh, I doubt she's watching this but shout out to Janelle Bingham she she literally saved me she came and was like hey I work at this CrossFit gym come work out with us and I started working out with them. It was group CrossFit workouts, and I fell in love with the atmosphere there and just having, like, people to work out with because they mm -hmm. kept me accountable. And um, 
she slowly started to teach me about like macros and calories and like trying to help me get me back in shape for fire season. Um, come into fire season, I had just finished 75 hard like two days before fire Ooh. season. And the last week of that, I, my hip was popped out of place because I had been overworking myself. And so my chiropractor, it took him like three times to get it actually back in. And so it oh, started girl. And um, so I was in this great shape, struggled to get through it. I finished it because when you're on day, like, 68 or something obviously you're gonna push through and like finish like you did all that work yeah. no reason to quit so i kept going mm. and went into the season feeling good i was making better food choices but then the mental health part hit again i was dealing with people treating mm. me because i was a female and i don't understand that because there's literally some of the most badass women in fire that literally could kick half the men's ass. And they are <laughs> so amazing that I literally look up to them. Like, I think I was talking to you or someone else from Alaska that I know that's a dispatcher about Kay. She's on like Alaska team one. She's like an ex smoke jumper. She is so badass. Um, and nice. I actually ran into her um, on a fire and, started talking to her and she she had some really good advice for me so came back from that assignment went straight into dispatch and that was really good I got that education five months of dispatch can be rough on you because you sit at a desk all yeah. day um all the snacks um so with that I started slowly trying to figure out what I was going to do I obviously loved mm -hmm. lifting, so got into the gym but then I was looking for something more. Um, I knew I needed some help with my nutrition and supplements. So I started Googling like the most random things. And I guess God bless our phones for tracking everything and showing you stuff with uh, what you're searching. And one of the first form gals popped up and she had posted her greens and was talking about how they help with bloating and all this other stuff and I was like shit I know I've been eating MREs I need more than the greens to help me <laughs> I'm like, so I, I bought them and then I got protein powder and then figured out the company was looking for more people to represent the company and work with them and help as many people as possible so I applied I ended up getting it and my goal was to help as many wildland firefighters as I can um, become healthier versions of themselves throughout fire season okay. and learn um, about nutrition and stuff because I know half the time it's like, oh, I just got to get this food in. But it's also like yeah. our job's killing us and so is our food that we're eating is killing us. And come to find out, yeah. like, half of the stuff that I was learning about I was, it came to my mind, like, hey, like, more firefighters die of high cortisol and heart attacks than other things. And I was like, oh, shit, like, that's crazy to me. Mm. But it makes sense that we have such a high job. Um, 
Well, realistically, I mean, it's a high stress job. There's all of that, you know, and I know people talk about like, oh, maybe wildland firefighters should wear like, you know, tanks and, you know, for their breathing. Like, let's be real. How many of us really want to do that when we're out there, you know, but um, the food, I mean, obviously that's a hot topic for a lot of us too, right? Like I, I just had my one season last year on the line, but that was enough for me to realize like, you know, these like so many people go out and we're running and gunning and then the food that they're feeding us is ridiculous and you get used to like stopping in a gas station and you buy you know a bag of doritos and some gummy worms and a red bull and you're like all right yeah let's go embrace the day and it's like you know it sounds good and everything but then what are you actually doing to your body you might not see the physical effects or the mental whatever immediately but like that that definitely plays into our overall health for sure the talk of like hot shots how like they'll lose like all their muscle and weight throughout a season because they're like malnourished they're getting any of the nutrients they need and i'm like mm-hmm. what these people like we're not even paying them half a damn i can go make more at mcdonald's probably and we're literally killing them like to me right. it was just so crazy and i'm like i can't just sit here and have like this knowledge and not like try to help people and so, like, for me, it's, like, I started the fire season, and I was, like, I, I knew what I needed to be doing, but then it was, like, oh, this is so convenient because, you know, you're just so tired and overworked and trying to get all that overtime. Exactly, Levi. We do need to make our own food like Wyoming Hot Shots do. Yeah. Um, which, so I was with Twin Falls Hill Attack, and those guys are my boys. They literally are the best. Um we were on a fire <laughs> up uh, in Idaho, and it was like, okay, you guys are on per diem. And literally, I felt so much better being on per diem and us cooking our own food than eating food from fire camp. Like, you had a choice on what you were eating, and your body just felt better, like, after eating real food. Because half the time, I didn't know if my eggs were eggs or if I was eating whatever. A little bit. <laughs> And there were times I I looked at the meal and I'd be like, you know what? I think I'm just not going to eat breakfast today. Um, So, yeah, that that really pushed me to try to get into health and nutrition, trying to help those Mm -hmm. that others around aren't helping because obviously we all are trying to make noise and make it known what issues that are going on, but where has it gotten mm-hmm. us? Right. So with, you know, like with first form and like the knowledge that you're gaining about nutrition and like taking supplements and eating clean and whatnot, is that something that you feel is even like possible to do during a fire season? I feel like, I mean, for me personally, I would think, that has to be very scheduled into what you're doing. Like there's got to be some sort of like dedication to doing that. Cause you know, it's like if, if you have one thing that throws you off, it kind of tends to be hard to get back and be like all in. So what, I don't know, what are your thoughts on that? Or what kind of suggestions do you have? So for me personally, this last season, um, I figured out 
for me, like, if I would go into things almost looking at stuff, like, trying to eat keto-ish, then I was making better choices because I wasn't overeating on all those carbs because I definitely am a carbs gal. And so, like, it's not carbs and fats that make you gain weight. It's the overconsumption. And their goal is to give you energy. So carbs and fats are our energies. So that's why they're giving us more of that. And they're not giving mm -hmm. us protein because protein's not an energy source. But if you want us to keep working longer and getting better, we need protein. Like, um, it's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, tr I tried to do like a keto ish on some meals and then allow myself, like, hey, like in this meal, I'm going to hmm. eat potatoes instead of the bread for my carbs. Um, just trying to do like, one or the other and not both. Um, and then uh, I did take supplements with me. I have like my micronutrient pack and I have like travel greens. And then I also took my magnesium. I just put it in a small little bottle and I just do my serving at night and make sure I had like the micronutrients I needed to help myself, um, especially with injuries. Um, and sh struggling to sleep on the ground like there are times that magnesium literally saved my life like I was like I can't sleep take the magnesium all of a sudden like I feel so comfortable and I can sleep like it was so weird interesting um but yeah those are like the three things I always had with me because I could t pack them tightly and keep them in my pg bag and they were always there, and, like, I always had water on me, so it was, like, everyone's yeah. getting their jacket cold at night, and I'm just, like, mixing my greens and my magnesium, like, drinking that, taking <laughs> micronutrient pills, like. Yeah. Well, and it's it's really cool to hear, I mean, you're actually prioritizing that. I know, like, when I was out last year, it was so common, like, some of the guys that I was with, you know, they would, they would grab the, the gummies and the candies and the Red Bull. And that's what, that's what they were like basically surviving off of in addition to maybe eating the camp meals. And, you know, it is, it is a struggle, especially if you're out on assignment, right? Cause you're, you're not in your element. Um, but just the fact that you're able to like prioritize and you're like, no, I'm going to take this. This is good for me. I mean, that's kudos to you. Cause I think, it's a lot easier said than done, but you're actually doing it. So good job for you. <laughs> it is. I could tell like there was times I could bet, okay, you guys want to go in town and get pizza? I'm like, yeah. And it's like, oh, I don't really want to take this. Like I just went and ate all this junk food. And so it was like mm. definitely some nights it was like forced, like you have it, you got to take it. That's why you brought it. And so right, definitely hard and like, Obviously, there's not a lot of us in fire that um, care that much during fire season. Like, half the time, it's like, oh, just get through it. Focus on the winter to get back into where I was. But it's, it shouldn't be that mm -hmm. way. It shouldn't be this constant cycle of being in the best shape during your off season and then not care during season because that's when you need to perform your best. So you need to be feeling your body the best. Which right. I understand hard, but one day I think we'll get there eventually. Yeah.
Hopefully. I mean, and I think it's cool too, that you're, you know, you're sharing that and you're being, you know, being vocal about it and trying to include other firefighters in your journey, learning about all of that as well. Cause it's, you know, it's stuff that's like, like Snoopy's mom, wah, 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 or you know, not Snoopy, Charlie yeah. Brown, whatever. <laughs> um, but it's all stuff that we kind of hear and we know about. And like I said, it's easier said than done. Um, but I definitely think the more that we prioritize our health and stick with it, the better it'll be. I know like for myself being back in dispatch, one of the things that drives me nuts the most is like dispatchers have this ongoing conversation like, Hey, what's for lunch? Where are you going to go get your food? What are you going to eat? And I'm like, I'm going to eat my salad with my chicken and you know, my garbanzo beans and whatever else that I brought from home. And they're like, that's gross. I'm going to go order a pizza. Bye. And it's like, that's so, so characteristic, but it's so unhealthy. And I'm like, gosh, I like, I, I often feel like people kind of look at me weird when I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just going to like, you know, eat what I brought or whatever it is that I've attempted to make healthy. Um, you know, or even like I'm, I'm prioritizing getting workout in on the, you know, even when I'm at dispatch, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to take my lunch break and I'm going to go for a walk or work out before or after work. And, you know, it is difficult, but I would rather do that than just sit around and, you know, kind of just rot away, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even sit at my desk for like two hours straight, even like night shift. Like, they're like there's really not much going on. Like you're just there for the random radio traffic phone calls. I'm like, okay. And they're like, if you fall asleep, like just have it loud enough. You can hear it and wake up and answer it. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, started getting bored. I'm like, I watched two episodes of whatever I got to do something. So I just started walking laps and like, that's when I started mm -hmm. getting 12,000 steps in a day during night shift. Like, you mean Yeah. Like I like walking laps, just like listening to podcasts and then it'd be like, dizzy from walking this way. Okay. I'm just going to turn around and walk the other way. Yeah. And that's like, cool. You, know, you got to do it so weird why why are you walking like you could be sleeping and I was like yeah but like I sleep all day anyways like I gotta do something like yeah oh let's see what Danny say uh a lot of people will sacrifice health or goals for convenience it's easier to do something or go to something that's processed and unhealthy than prepping in any off time and making those things a discipline priority. 110%. I I agree. Exactly. I, uh, yeah. I've worked with a good handful of folks that take that mindset. And one thing that I'm coming to realize, like, the more that a person says, oh, I'm not that kind of person. I can't get up and work out because that's not who I am. Or, oh, I don't want to eat healthy because that's just not what I do. The more that you tell yourself that you're you're really just like confirming to yourself that that's not the type of person you are instead of saying like, no, like it stops here. I'm going to make a change. You know, unless you're willing to do that, you're just going to continue in that cycle. So I think that's like a big key thing to remember as well is just 
you know, like what you tell yourself, like you're going to follow through with one way or the other. So, yep. Confirming a self-fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I always tell people, if you do something like me, like I, I lead by example, everything I do, I go and I show people that hoping that it inspires at least like one person and like it, it's hard for me to wake up at 6 a.m. I'm not a morning person. It's hard for me to get 15,000 steps in a day and a workout. Like knowing that I have hip issues and like walking makes it worse. But I just like I told my people I co that I coach. I'm like, I'm going to get 15,000 steps a day. And I'm going to do this stuff to show you guys that that's what I'm doing. And like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I have my tasks that I need to get done. And I feel so much better getting that done. And like, you're just growing right. strong mentally by sticking to your stuff and showing that discipline. Yeah. Because and yeah, it's good too. As Danny said. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is difficult. Um, but what's cool, like I hired a coach just about three weeks ago. I'm going into my fourth week now. Um, you know, it is, it is difficult and it's a pain in the, you know what, to get up and do the work every day. But what's cool is like, like, dang, I feel like I'm getting quads back or like, oh, like I'm feeling muscles in my arms that I haven't really felt before, or, you know, they're coming back, whatever it is. And that also, that's just more fuel. Like once you start seeing those changes after a while, like even though I'm three weeks in, it's like, hell yeah, I'm on the right track. I want to keep going. So also you know, keep in mind, like, it's all those one degree changes, like every day you're making a little shift. And then six months from now, you're going to be like in a completely opposite trajectory. You know, it's just those small bites one day at a time. Oh, yeah, getting getting 1% better every day. Like, that's my goal. And like, I know I can improve on stuff today. Like, I could have sat down and I could have worked and been more focused and got more done like I still got more done than I had planned to do but I still could have been more intentional with my time so that's one thing I'm like I can get better on that mm -hmm. and like I changed my mindset of I used to be like oh I'm not good I can't do anything right to be like, no like there's always a chance to get better like no one is that perfect person that has nothing they can improve on right yeah, that's so true. And I mean, none of us have it 100% nailed down. Nobody's perfect, but it's it's that drive, I think, that's really important. You know, just one day at a time, for sure. Hmm. So, shifting gears a little bit, now that we kind of talked, like, you know, fire, fitness, and whatnot. Um, I'm curious about like how you and your boyfriend met. Was that actually through? I mean, I'm assuming it was through fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, last year, beginning of the season, early June, um, they're like, "Hey, are you available?" On and I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Cool, you're going to Lake George, Colorado." And I'm like, "Oh, Colorado! I've never been there." And they're like, "It's like the most beautiful place you'll ever go on assignment." And I was like, okay, got so excited. Last second, they're like, actually, you're going to Battle Mountain, Nevada. 
And I was like, oh. And everyone's like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, why are you sorry? And they're like, that's okay. Love Nevada. <laughs> like, everyone hates it here. And I was like, well, now I really no. don't know. Like, they, yeah. had me, they had me scared that it was like, almost like a Death Valley kind of view. And they literally had like one small pop-up tent and one like camp chair. And they're like, okay, you guys sit here and hopefully we get something. Like, that's how bad they made it seem. Like, okay. it seemed like hell. Um, so I wasn't very excited. And I show up and I'm very shy. And so I just sit there, I mind my business. Um, I'm very observant. So like I watch things and like Jonathan saw me when uh, he walked in or something and he looked at me and like, I looked at him, like kind of like checked him out to see like, oh, is this someone like I want to talk to and say hi to? And I guess he thought I had been like staring at him and like, definitely <laughs> I'm out. So he goes to his coworker and he's like, is this girl like checking me out? And like, his coworker's like, oh, dang, you got a girlfriend? And, like, day one was <laughs> that girlfriend. And um, oh. I was, like, to me, my mind hadn't even, like, gone to, like, oh, I think he's cute. Like, my mind was just like, oh, hi. Like, totally over yeah, my head. And, like, you know, there's nothing better to pass time than playing games, so – he he was trying to figure me out, trying to figure out if I was someone that was worth talking to. So we played Apple Sapples as a group, and he sat across from me, and I moved my leg and accidentally kicked his leg. And he thought I was flirting with him and, like, playing footsies or whatever. And oh, this, He thinks that, and I'm like, I'll let you think that. I'll let you think I made the first move because we both <laughs> Nope. <laughs> um and so we got told like we were going to Reno the next day and I was like okay cool and I had my radio and he asked to see my radio so he could see my last name because it was on my radio and like he has so a stalker is what you're saying um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he wanted to find my Instagram to see, see what I was like off work. Um, and then he got a fire call, and I was like, okay, like, my mom's been bugging me to, like, call her, so I'll go call her, but if I go stand out in front, he'll be driving around. I can at least wave goodbye when he leaves. And I'm on the phone with my mom. He stops the engine, because he's got to go grab stuff, I guess, inside. And he's like, add me on Snapchat. And I was like, you could add me. Like, you should be chasing me. I'm not chasing you. And then he's like, no, just add me on Snapchat. So he gave me his Snapchat. I added him with no intentions of texting him. Because I know how fire guys are. And it's like, they always want your number. And I'm like, sure, but I'm not going to text you. Which is mean, but it's like, I know how you are. Um, And so he texted me like 30 that night. And we stayed up till four just talking. And I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, so do you want to go on a date? Um, cause we got moved to Elko and I was like, sure. So he drove like an hour, an hour and a half, took me to Froyo 
And the only reason <laughs> I went on that date was because I was too scared to say no. Because, like, I'm such a shy person that I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, how do I talk to him? Like, it was like I had never talked to him before. <laughs> like, I was so nervous, like, shaking so bad. Oh, and, like, girl. It wasn't even that bad. And, like, here we are a year and a half later, and I'm living with him. And I'm just like, dude, I was literally so scared. <laughs> like, I Oh, was man. So would you say in that case that all people in fire, all guys in fire are the same now that you're with him for a year and a half? Because it no. sounds like it's working out pretty well. All right. No, but like beforehand, it was like, oh, they're all the same, um, which they're not. There's there's some good ones out there. Um, but I definitely was like that person that was like too scared. Like, is it okay? Like, can I actually like hang out with him? Like so nervous like barely made a choice and like what to wear and all I had was my PT clothes because I was on a fire assignment <laughs> Danny said Marines have that same issue you know I the older I get the more that I think you know people are just people you're gonna find all sorts of people so I don't know I try not to be close-minded but I don't know. It seems it seems like stuff is working out for you guys, though. So, I mean, sure. yeah, that's I, I'm without him. Like, it's so nice. Like, because obviously he's been in fire twice as long as I have easily, and I like I have a problem with something, um, and he like he understands the overhead part of it, and he's like this is why that happened or why we can't do that. And I was like, dang, okay, like, it's nice. Like, I don't have to actually, like, go to my boss that I don't want to talk to. I can go mm -hmm. to you and go, what do you think? And then, like, his support. The only reason I joined First Form was because he was the only one that supported me. And, like, he believed in me. And, like, even today, I was telling him how nervous I was to get on here with you. And he's like, oh, I'm proud of you. Like, oh. I'm going to. I'm going to watch it after dinner. Like, I'm so proud of you. And, like, just yeah. always just cheering me on. And I'm like, how – what did I do to deserve, like, someone always cheering me on? Like, Oh, that's I, awesome. He He's really good. Um, yeah. And I think, like, the best part is, like, during the summers, like, we both understand, like, if the other mm -hmm. person's – like, so I guess he's taking an assignment here Monday – and, like, he's been in Elko all week, the 401 classes, which, thank the Lord, is finally over. Um, and he can qualify for those jobs. But, like, I was like, awesome. just in. We had a week together. He went to class for a week, comes back for two days or so, and then goes on an assignment. And then I was like, what the heck? Three weeks alone in that house? Thanks, guy. Um three weeks alone in this house in this town where I know like only two other people. And I was like, well, okay, guess I got to start making friends. Just it's an opportunity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he, he's pushing me to grow and try to be more vocal and talk to people. But, yeah. That's cool. Like I know for me, 
I mean, my fiance has been in fire kind of, kind of same deal, like twice as long as I have. Um, it's, it's so unique, but it's also like such a comfort knowing that the other person knows and understands the fire life. Um, like for myself, I went home for the summer, uh, dispatching and he stayed down in California on his engine and beforehand, you know, we were like, yeah, okay, cool. It's just going to be for the summer. It's going to be fine. And then once we got into like June, July, it started to get really long. And I was like, man, you know, this really sucks. Like I miss my person, but it is also a blessing being in a relationship with somebody who's also in this and understands and gets it because we know it's kind of like a short-term sacrifice for the long-term gain. Right. So like, we ended up spending probably four months apart. We had two weeks together when he flew up um, and then he proposed. And then the day after he was like headed back down to get back on his engine, I flew down, but then I was on assignment for like two weeks, had two days off with him and went again. And now I'm here and he's there and 24 seven staffing. And it's just like, ugh, you know, it's exhausting, but it's so good yeah. to know you know, that you have someone who understands it and it's like, you don't have to question, you know, like, oh, well, are you really like gone working or, you know, what, like, what are you really doing? Or, you know, there's, there's none of that. It's like when you're both passionate about what you do and you're fully like present with each other, that's, that's huge. And I, I genuinely pray like for anybody in a relationship with someone who's also in fire or even if they're not like i always i always truly hope that there's that understanding of like you know i see you you see me and we're gonna make this work for us and it's gonna work out yeah because i know a lot of people that like half the guys i work with like they had girlfriends for like two different fire seasons in the third year she's like i just don't understand it like why are you always mm -hmm. gone She's been with you for two fire seasons. Like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Maybe because I understand what you're doing, and like, mm -hmm. whenever he, like, if he takes every assignment that he's offered, like, I totally understand that because I do the same thing. I had a month off. I'm a seasonal, and I had a month off because they extended me till March. Had a month off. Went out as an AD came back and started right into classes into fire season. So like I understand that taking every opportunity you got to go out. Mm -hmm. um, so like when he tells me, I'm like, it sucks that I'm not going to see you for two weeks, but go do it. Like go do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it also in a way, like what's that? Get away. <laughs> leave, leave yeah. To oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well in it in a way too it almost makes the times that you have together not that it makes it more meaningful but it's like you look forward to the day when you get to see your person and you're like hey we get to you know assuming you both have at least a day or two off um you know you're you're like genuinely happy to see that person it's not just yeah i have a day off i guess i'll hang out with my significant other you know yeah. And like, since we like live together, since we like, since I moved in, like, 
I think things mm -hmm. got even better because it was like we come home and like we laugh all the time now like and I'm not a funny person but for some reason all of a sudden he it's thinks I'm funny and is just always laughing and I'm like I don't even know what I said was funny because I think I'm funnier than I am uh, and, I mean maybe he brings out the good in you and you and him so it just works I mean there's nothing wrong with that yeah so like and the fact that like he's the better cook so like me I'm like ooh, maybe I should like surprise him and make him food when he comes home tomorrow because you know food is definitely a way to someone's heart and I'm like oh wait yeah yeah, yeah no <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm definitely that person like my fiance is very much you know meat and taters meat and taters just give him that and he's happy or chicken and rice and I'm like oh I'm gonna cook like I've got some salmon that I brought from Alaska and I'm gonna grill it and I'm gonna have this really nice side and blah 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 and he's like yeah babe cool I like food. I'm going to eat it. And I'm like, but this is my love language. I'm making you food. Like, here's my Italian hands. Do you see this? <laughs> that's I funny. Uh, that's about it. I mean, I wish I, I mean, I can kind of bake. I don't bake that often, but. Oh, man. Often because then I will eat all the food that I bake. But that's just a sign I'm a good baker, I think, so. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't getting eaten, then I'd be a little concerned about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Cool. Well, I, uh, I'm going to check on the time here so we're not running super long. Um, okay, well, it is already 730. Uh, I don't know if you have anything else that you need to get to, but is there anything else that you kind of wanted to chat about while we're on? Uh, look at my notes. Okay. No. Really, if there's just someone watching that has any questions or anything. Other than that, I feel like okay. I went over my notes. Cool. Well, I'm super glad that we were able to hop on. I know <laughs> we had planned on yesterday and then I, lo and behold, I made, I made plans and got the call like, Hey, do you want to come over and work for a week, take an assignment? So that's the whole plan thing. But, uh, how you get something, you got to make plans. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm super glad that you were able to come on, that we were able to do this tonight. Um, as far as like with your coaching and helping like people with nutrition and health, whatnot, do you have like any kind of social hand, like social media handles that you want to share or I can like maybe drop on the, uh, the link. And if not, that's cool too. I have, um, Instagram and in my bio, I have the links to like my one-on-one -on -one coaching, a couple of like the supplements I recommend, um, on Facebook, I have a Facebook group. It's KA Fitness, capital KA, um, capital F, um, which are Facebook groups free to join for everyone. Um, the app oh. is free, but there's a subscription with that, and I don't charge for my coaching right now. So if you are interested in, like, trying to get healthier, 
if you have a certain goal or anything, feel free to message me about that. I'll help, definitely help you. Um, or if you're interested in any supplements, definitely can help you there too. But I don't think I have anything else besides that. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, I'll go ahead and uh, grab your grab your links and whatnot and post it in the video or the whatever link recording when this is over. Um, but thank you for coming on. I super appreciate it. And everybody else that was able to chime in, I'm glad you guys were able to hop on for a while. Thank you for having me. I had fun. Yeah, and you did great, by the way. You're not that shy, so don't worry about it. <laughs> cool. All right. I hope everybody has a good night, and hopefully we'll be able to do this again with my next victim, whoever that is, soon. <laughs> thanks, All right. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Levi. Glad you were able to chime in. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.